the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 25 The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Hear the words of God in Solomon again. The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Do you care what other people think about you? It is a dangerous trap if you do. You can be pushed or seduced into sin by fearing others and their opinions. If you let them affect your decisions, you will be tempted to compromise truth or wisdom. Put your trust in God and His Word only, and you will be safe. Fearing man is the opposite of fearing God. It is worry about pleasing men and obtaining their agreement friendship and favor, rather than seeking those things from God. You are afraid of men's displeasure or rejection, so you do what you can to keep their approval and stay friends. Instead of measuring your life by Scripture, you are concerned about popular opinion. We often call this fear of man peer pressure. The source of it is your peers, your equals in similar positions in life the same age group or social set. It is called pressure because the approval they give or withhold forces you to alter your beliefs or actions in order to keep your standing with them. Peer pressure pushes you to live like the world. The fear of man can come from many sources. Employees can fear their bosses beyond the basic respect of employment. Pastors may fear their members disapproving of a sermon and then reducing their support. A person can fear a spouse and the domestic tension he or she might create in the home. Scholars or church councils can intimidate a pastor to compromise the truth. Aaron feared the people in Moses' absence and made the golden calf in the book of Exodus. King Saul lost the kingdom for fearing the people and sparing Agag and the best of the things of the Amalekites. King Herod feared the people, his wife, and his friends, so he killed John the Baptist. Pilate feared the people and his political relationship with Caesar, so he had Jesus crucified. Peter denied Jesus Christ by fearing others, and he also compromised the gospel out of fear. On the other hand, David was not discouraged by his oldest brother's accusation of pride, Daniel did not fear the lion's den, for he kept up his daily habit of prayer in spite of the new law. His three friends in Babylon were not afraid of King Nebuchadnezzar or his fiery furnace. Peter and the apostles boldly defied the Jews and preached the gospel anyway after the day of Pentecost. And Joseph of Arimathea boldly asked for the body of Jesus. Most Christians today fear men more than God. They are like the weak rulers of the Jews. The Bible says about this group, Nevertheless, among the chief rulers also many believed on him, but because of the Pharisees they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. For they feared the praise of men more than the praise of God. It is impossible to be a true believer and have fear or respect for the approval of men. Jesus warned his hearers, How can ye believe, which receive honor one of another, 
and seek not the honor that cometh from God only. There were many like these who were intimidated by the opinions or persecution of others. What are the remedies for the fear of man? First, be confident in Scripture over men. Avoid corrupt or sinful friends. Trust the Lord to protect you. Consider the ignorance and incompetence of natural man and worldly thinking. Do not enter into associations, friendships, as an individual or church, which will bring pressure on you. Remember that God or truth will never be popular. In fact, anything the world accepts and does not despise is an abomination in God's sight. Think about Noah. Would you rather be popular or dry? Think about Daniel. Would you be willing to eat bean soup and water while your peers are gorging on the king's meat and wine? Recognize and embrace persecution. It is evidence you are following Jesus Christ, and it is the means of his great approval of your life. If they hated Jesus Christ, the world will surely hate you. But no weapon formed against you will succeed. Believe it. Young person, you are the most vulnerable. Do you understand and despise peer pressure? It is the young fools of this world pushing you to turn you away from God and holiness to pursue their folly and sin. Can you mock their speech, their habits, their dress, and their fads? Do you hate their fornication, rebellion, and cliques? Fear the Lord instead. Are you ashamed to be known as a Christian? Can you boldly carry a Bible in school? To work. Do you eagerly give thanks for food before the heathen? Can you easily turn down invitations to join them in worldly amusements? Are you confident to explain that Sunday is the Lord's Day? Do you confidently wear modest clothing? These are measures of your fear of the Lord versus your fear of man. Parent, do you fear your children? Do you fear their faces, their moods, or their rejection? Stand up for righteousness and trust the Lord. Eli compromised for his sons and lost everything. Joshua put his foot down for his whole house, and he has been quoted for 4,000 years for his courageous zeal as a father. Do your job. Husband, do you fear your wife? Does interrupted domestic tranquility cause you to compromise? Abraham was God's friend for commanding his household to keep the way of the Lord. You are to rule over your wife, according to Genesis 3.16. She has neither your office nor ability to know the will of God. Do the consequences of Adam listening to his wife, or Abraham to his, cause you to tremble? They should. Christian woman, are you intimidated by fashion trends? Do you keep pace with society's rush to conceal less and reveal more in clothing. Can you dress up and cover more, even when others dress down and cover less? What is it that keeps you from valuing a meek and quiet spirit over well-set hair and a new outfit and accessories? Is it peer pressure that keeps you from dressing a little less than your most flattering in order to be holy? Pastor, preach the word. Do not look at the faces of your people for approval. Be insistent, pressing, and urgent, both in and out of season. Many men have gone before you that were not afraid of rack or stake. Are you worthy of their noble company? 
Let them be the witnesses that mold your ministry. Pastor, reject the seeker-sensitive compromisers. The time has come when men will no longer endure sound doctrine, but you are to insistently preach the word anyway. God has not called you to grow your church numerically. Do not do anything to increase your membership that even approaches compromise. God has called you to grow your church spiritually. You are to please God, not men, in your calling. Do you fear enemies, teachers, or ancients, or all three of them? By meditating on and keeping God's precepts, the psalmist was confident against all three kinds of men. These verses should be required memorization for young men and ministers. Or is it friends that intimidate you? Then make sure your friends all love the truth, as David wrote in Psalm 119 and verse 63. Trust the Lord by esteeming every word of God and knowing no man can harm you. You will give an account of your life to God one day soon, not to man. Fear him who can do real harm. That is the Lord. Amen.